0: I'm Johnny Lieberman, and you're watching LMP. What does LMP stand for? Late Night Places. Oh, yeah, that's right. I've been on there. It's a good show. (laughs) You should like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. (laughs) have just been letting an Amazon person in. I guess we'll know in a second whether or not I just let somebody in. Well, definitely let somebody in. Hopefully it's an Amazon person for us. Okay, so we need to talk about the bubbles. I think I used them all in our little promo for...
1: (laughs) Oh, no. No.
0: Oh, God. The whole system's crumbling. All right, let me change my glasses and say, hi, neighbor. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the late night Playset. My name is Jay Ryan, the lady to my right is Nicole Ryan, and uh, tonight is Tuesday, June 29th, 2021, and uh, I told you who we were. Do I do anything else when I say this? I feel like I skipped something.
1: That sounds right. to <laughs> turn the echo <ankle> off <laughs>
0: kill that shit. Uh, okay. All right. It's a great night. It's Tradecraft Tuesday. Welcome back, everybody. Sorry we are late. Uh, our guest is here. Let me tell you about him. He's an artist. He is uh, a driver. We know him as a driver for sure. He's an automotive journalist. Got his own YouTube channel, and um, you've definitely seen his videos. Um, you know, the only thing, and I should have done this ahead of time, I've never actually said your last name out loud before, so I've been <laughs> saying Basim Wasif, but I don't know that that's correct.
2: Basim Wasif. Is yeah. that right? <laughs> Very close, yeah. You're only like 99% there.
0: Oh, I thought I said exactly what you said. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so like, all right, well, we're close.
0: We're close. Anyway, Basim is here, and we're really excited because did, we met you through somebody else at first. Probably
2: Johnny Lieberman, I think. For sure. Okay. But
0: then, and then breakfast club ever since, right?
2: Every other Friday for me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then I've definitely seen you at every other event in town that I'm at. You're there. So, okay. All right, great. Well, you're going to be in here. (laughs) He's going to be in here in a few minutes and, um, and that's going to be fun for me and you in the meantime, I've got a lot of old shit to talk about, but it's all great fun stuff. Um,
1: how are you doing? How are you feeling? Mentally awesome, physically, whatever.
3: So
0: status quo for you, nothing new. Anything worse than usual or just the, uh, the general amount of pay, pain and fatigue that you're in every, every day?
1: That's an horrible, but I'm Johnny a am really stronger today, so I'll take it. Level up kind
0: of thing, like uh, upstairs? A little bit. That's huge. You know, if you feel it, uh, it is. Whatever, whatever's going on in your life, you got to get there first, and then you end up seeing it. That's what I believe anyway spending half my life going, oh, one day when, and and as soon as then, (laughs) and then, uh, you know, one day you realize that, um, as John Mayer says, there is no such thing as the real world, just a, a, you know, whatever, you know that song. Um, I think it's amazing after that, because you get to write your own future once you believe it's possible, and I feel like that's what's been going on with you lately, and I think that part of that might even be your wellness. I don't know that you can you know like go run a marathon but i think
1: you could probably improve on
0: what you got going on now currently
1: i think so too i'm stretching more the yoga shit you showed me it's really helping i think
0: alignment is a really important thing for all of us in all of the ways you know physical spiritual whatever whatever you believe
1: yeah i agree
0: for you awesome uh all right tradecraft tuesday let's get that fired up so that we're at least medicating you in the meantime
1: thank you (laughs)
0: what's up everybody uh rob from cz is here right now so oh that's probably a different rob cz is not our rob from crew boy that was confusing you almost snuck in here buddy i don't know if i have time for you today your options your options in the a or b category today are ghost train haze these are both sativas and uh lift me up tangy X Jack Herrera. now, You know that one from previous. Um these are both courtesy of Sticky Vape and our fr- our friends and neighbors over across the street there at Sticky Vape. Uh Tradecraft Farms um and the GT Ventures guys. So which of these would you like to choose?
1: The first one you said. I forgot the name.
0: Which was Ghost Train Haze. Oh, it looks good. It looks it looks old and scary. Yeah. Looks like the <laughs> train we used to take through New England there. You seen that? Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Doesn't That's matter. got murder show written all over
0: it. <laughs> oh no way! You think so? I think those old ghost trains are way before murder shows.
1: I think I'm.
0: Unless they have a in my head. Murder <laughs> show about like Jack the Ripper or something like there that. There is, but oh okay,
1: I'll move past that. <laughs> fire
0: fire it up and feel feel good. Get that going. All right, so the stuff I wanted to bring up, it's all really quick, but it's just, <laughs> some of it gave me a real tickle. One of which was uh, a, an old colleague of yours posted a, uh, is that better? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. It smells nice. That one smells nice.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, an old coll- colleague of yours posted a photo um, the other day along with a beautiful essay, pretty much tributing. You and how great you were to work with in the old days and how much of an um, inspirational spirit you are these days um, in your current life and everything. It was just somebody who really loves the shit out of you and um, wasn't afraid to say it publicly. So I shared it because I was like, this is awesome. And the picture was great with you and Serena and Pierce. And I remember that. day. I mean, you sent me that picture, like texted it to me. I remember.
1: Yeah. She found a tennis court like above like Grand Central or something. It was amazing.
0: Yeah. But you. Well, but you. Sh- the stuff you used to put together that you really don't yeah. think much about because you did it a thousand different times with a thousand different people. Um, but it was it's very impressive to the rest of us.
1: I'll take it. It's, it's so fun to go back through those memories.
0: I am going to go out on a limb here and say for everybody that we all would like to hear them, be it in your book or in an essay form or whatever. Your blog is lovely. Um, we want more. Thanks. And uh, if you read your comments on your blog, and f- jump in here if you agree, unanimously, you're a great writer. Oh, you're so eloquent. Oh, you're way with words. You 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 paint a picture. I mean, I think, I told you when I first read it, I was like, you write like you're trying to impress somebody. Like like you're some fun, like an Ivy Leaguer, then you're like, make sure everybody knows I went to Harvard. Um, but the truth is, that's also how you speak. That's just your natural way. So, I think it's very natural, and and I think that you telling your stories um is not only going to be great for other people to hear, but I think it might be good for you yeah, a little bit. I think get some so. of that stuff out, and then remember some good stuff too, because you're you're swimming in shit these days. It'd be nice to have some nice stuff to think about.
1: It's a mess, but I'm on that track going forward old colleagues have reached out and I may be doing it's Like it's so weird.
0: That makes me really, really happy. Yeah. Um, can't wait. the truth is you have so much value that you still, um, bring and then, and, and then what other people probably don't realize until they get to know you now is so much more than you used to because of the perspective shift. you, 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 ha- you, you didn't lose any of that old shit. That's all still there. But then also, whoa, you can move the camera around now too.
1: I'm doing that. I used to be very focused on like how to Correct. win. And now I'm focused on being nicer.
0: It's the process. You know, there's an old adage. It's not whether you win or lose. It's how you play the game.
1: I've heard that. You were always I so focused. I <laughs> don't fucking win. I gotta win. <laughs> winning. Winning.
0: You got that tiger blood in you. Oh, nightmare. All right. So the Serena Williams and a beautiful picture. She, um, I don't think she's ever looked prettier than she does in that picture. I think she looks very beautiful and feminine and just so genuinely happy. Like she genuinely looks happy in that. It was good a good time day. in her life too, if I recall yeah. if things were good that was going on. Um, and then she's in the press again. Cause you heard she got, she, she didn't do one tournament and then she got injured out of another. So I've, I've I think it's cause she's thinking about you. That's what I think.
1: Thanks, buddy. <laughs> All right, next, next
0: from my past lives pavilion, uh, a, an article that I uh, was interviewed about, like fucking a year ago, six months easily, no, easily a year ago. I feel like it might have been before COVID, even. Do
1: you remember? I think it was before COVID.
0: Anyway, uh, I when I was a kid. You all know I used to work at 30 Rock when I had that started as an internship, and then I worked there as a kid. But um, uh, I worked on the Rosie O'Donnell Show, and it's like the anniversary of the Rosie O'Donnell Show or whatever, 25th anniversary. So Vulture did a big article about it, like a long lead. And, uh, and I was one of the dozen staff members they interviewed about it. And so I'm quoted in this article. But overall, what I want you to know is like, it's a really good, fair article. So if I don't think you should go... Like, like, this is really well written and you should go read... No, 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 no. There's nothing like that. But if you have any uh, general uh, interest in Rosie O'Donnell and or talk shows and stuff like that, it's a pretty cool uh, behind-the-scenes, inside-baseball kind of a look.
1: And it's a good article. Yeah. Speaking from experience. Like, it's fair, but really well done.
0: It's kind of embarrassing. One of my quotes is, kind of embarrassing because of <laughs> just the nature of it. It's fine. But it, the thing that I found ironic and, and kind of cool about it was like, even though it was kind of silly and embarrassing... My quote specifically gets corroborated by um, Rosie O'Donnell, where she's like, well, he wasn't wrong. You know, like, that, you know, it was kind of cool just as a back and forth. Made me feel part of it because I was
3: barely part of the <laughs> show. You know what I mean? I was
0: a little fucking production assistant. Excuse my language. I, I was a big sponge. I took it all in probably more than the other crew members. But, like, <laughs> integral part of the crew? No. No. No, sir. <laughs> Oh, uh, Instagram, what's going on over here? You guys are blowing up. There's cruising to wellness. What's up, man? There's Rob. There was another Rob CZ before, and I was like, maybe that's that could be the other Rob. How many Rob CZs are there? Holy crap. People are just cruising into that healthy, healthy second half of the new year, which we're going to talk about in a few minutes. <laughs> All right. Um, I got to move along here. There was one more thing, though. What was it? Oh, uh, congratulations to our buddy Dwight over at Carpe Gear, who was in town the other day. We didn't get to see him because we were doing a show that day and we had a lot of stuff earlier. But uh, there was a big event over at the Peterson for the anniversary of the car that Rod Emery restored, the 46 car. Um, The car that is not this one, but that Dwight has done a tremendous tremendous amount of work with. Uh, It was the anniversary of that car winning Le Mans. So um, we saw it at the Peterson the other day when we were just there but they did a whole big event with it where it was like they drove it out and the whole thing and Dwight came to town and launched his new book and it was just a really big deal um, and um, and huge shout out and congrats to Dwight. I'm really long-winded and verbose there but I love um, our friends who have supported us from the beginning so to speak and um, I'm really happy to see awesome things happening for you so it's great. That's great. Congrats on the new book. I don't think it's available yet but it's going to be available very, very soon so go to the Car Big Ear website and uh, order. Yes. All right. Wrapping it up here that's all right That's all right. you know I forget we're actually not as behind as I thought we were because we started late it's not actually f- I mean it is 520 here in the p.m. That, <laughs> that part hasn't changed but we're not we're only 12 minutes into the thing, thing instead of yeah okay 20. we're good do I have a thing for this we used to have a thing for this it's been a long time Hang on. yeah there it is look LMP viewer <laughs> <laughs> Your mail yeah you gotta have a card it means nothing and the podcast audience is like, what the fuck? Get on with it. <laughs> All these visual aids nobody needs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm good for seat. Okay. I hope you enjoy your little Luft as much as Hayden does, sending good vibes only to you both. Enjoy. Who's this from?
1: Is that Carissable? Good on you. It's from Carissable, exactly, amazing. with a nice
0: little thing here. Thank you, Carissable. So Very I know good. what this is, but you need to figure it out. I think you should open it. Um, as much of it as you can anyway. I saw that it was tissue paper. I figured you could get through at least that, right? I
1: can hopefully All do right, that awesome. still.
0: <laughs> now, Carissable didn't send this in packages. She bought it for us and this is how it comes from the people, so.
1: I did the end. Yeah. That's super neat. All
0: right. If you, in, in a second, you'll be able to tell what it is. Uh, if you remember previously for a while here, we did a Back to the Future show with Danny Botkin, and, uh and so we had the DeLorean on the desk. And, uh, and I recently took that away because I don't have any association that I you know, like anymore <laughs> with the Back with of the future and the time machine. Uh, so I got rid of it. But then all of a sudden it was like, well, we need something on the desk. And I mentioned something the other day just joking around or whatever. And um, our friend and viewer, Carissable, over here saw it and chimed in and she was like, what color do you want? Do they have yellow? I don't know. And they didn't have yellow, but we looked at them. And they had green, which looked pretty good. Have you seen these before in person? No. Isn't that, that adorable? Awesome. Here, check it out. It's not fragile. It's for kids to play with, so don't worry about it. I'm fragile. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's true.
3: Isn't this cool? That look at this. So yes, you
0: cool. got one. I, we got one thanks to Carissable, who thanks. I hope is here. Carissable, are you, you here?
1: Thank you, thank you. This is so neat. Isn't it?
0: So, And then I think what it does is it lives right over here. There
1: you go. That's How's awesome.
0: It and it's in the frame, and it goes with my blue mug here <laughs> and your shoes so there you go some viewer mail
1: very cool
0: In the old days viewer mail for dave used to be people writing in and asking questions and i wouldn't mind that but we have them here so they generally just ask the questions so our viewer mail is like here, send us cool gifts <laughs> All right. Well, that's actually not true because a lot of time it's giveaway stuff. A lot of time it's stuff to give right. right back out. So. But not, I'm keeping this. Sorry. This was for us. So we're keeping this. <laughs> it's it's anyway. mine now. I'm keeping it. <laughs> it's, it's so cool. Look at the little red light bar in the back. It's, yeah, I mean, it's so close to Porsche. Without being Porsche, they went con, uh, cave instead of convex. Or Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, all these little things so that it's not quite a Fuchs wheel. But, I mean, gosh, isn't that just beautiful? Yeah. So, I love it. Thanks, Carissa. All right. Uh, moving on to the GVBC <laughs> stuff. To the GVBC. Go on over to Dual Shift. Today, you can get all of this stuff because it's all in stock. However, starting Friday, you'll be able to get more stuff. Confirmed with David today. More stuff coming up. I don't want to say what it is, though. You just got to go shop it on
3: Friday. After it. Yeah. yeah.
0: After, it'll be after Breakfast Club because whatever's coming out will be... He's going to post about it on Thursday, and you'll be able to get it first at Breakfast Club on Friday and then after breakfast couple to go online
1: i'd love that
0: yeah well that way like the people who are there and started the whole yeah, thing get the shit first i love it yeah it makes it by the way that's all david david knows all that stuff he's so smart he's so smart like all the packaging and all the nice little all the little cool shit that you unwrap when you're unboxing and whatever that's all him all the, t- the touchability <laughs> all that stuff all that stuff that apple was always so good at yeah you remember how like back nowadays it everybody was... makes a thing about unbox- uh, unboxing but it uh, back in the what's the movie is it love actually where they he's wrapping up the gift and they, yeah. oh, put some fucking some Mr. cinnamon Be- sticks in there Mr. and <laughs> Be- <laughs> everything became such a it's like a an event it's such an an ordeal to unbox something, but it was like when you first got an app it just felt like quality apple products in the beginning and sort of anything on rodeo drive you know like <laughs> what's up What's the name of uh, uh, Bruce's family? Geary's? Is it? Gear, yeah. Geary's there. on Beverly? When you go in there and you watch them, I've never bought anything there, but when you go in there and you watch them, like, wrap something up, it's just like that with all of the special accoutrement and the, oh, let's get the roll out the <laughs> you know. Every day is Christmas. Yeah, big time. Every day is Christmas, he said. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so huge thanks to Carisable. Oh, shit. No, no, yeah, I didn't have the audience up there. God damn it. That's am sorry. All right. Huge thanks to Crisable, who I don't think is here, which is... Oh, yeah, she is. Yes. Awesome, guys. There you go. <laughs> all right. This is all happening in slow motion today. <laughs> I didn't get my usual, my breaths and whatever right before the show. We're going to talk about... Can we talk... We have to. I guess we showed everybody. Can we talk about what car you brought here today? When I think you get we in have now? to. Okay, cool. Because I'm kind of excited about it.
2: I used to love those. Tell me about it. Me too.
0: Okay, cool. Stay tuned for another three minutes <laughs> when we get our guest in here. All right. So what do we do? I got the uh, Serena Williams is out of the way. Rosie O'Donnell out of the way, and Carpe Gear, out of the way. I showed you a good Vibe best Breath. Oh, okay. Gvbc. One real thing. Uh, one quick thing that is I wanted to say. It's important to me because it's from my heart. A couple shows ago, I like poured my heart out with like this whole thing about you know Gvbc. I'm concerned about whatever. I just want to say thank you to freaking everybody who let me like say whatever it was, which was not an ego driven thing. It was just more of like a let's all try to respect the crest and enjoy this thing together. But everybody let me just say my thing without, thinking I was getting all preachy or whatever. They knew it would blow over, like, immediately. And I just want to say that's a testament to all of the people who come up to GBBC. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being so awesome and for being, like, real human beings with humanity and compassion and not somebody (laughs) who just simply wants to troll and be like, but you said, you know, it's not a group drive. like, no, I'm not saying you shouldn't be – I'm saying the thing isn't a group drive. You should (laughs) have your group drive. Come on. I mean, that's the whole – Part of the delight is like, oh, every once in a while, there'd be like the 914 day, and they'd all come up, or the 356 day, the Model T day, when they all those Model Ts came up. So anyway, I just I just think everybody's so great. Greg Grumberg's here. What's up, Greg? And uh, and thank you so much for that. I know. I know. Sometimes I want to virtually hug everybody because I'm so touched with the... Uh, I guess I just... I don't know what the hell was wrong with my childhood, but I'm still trying to... You know what I mean? Like, oh, oh
3: good job. <laughs>
0: All right. What are you driving today? Friday for real. Friday for real. Okay. So the YouTube channel is up. Go follow. What are you driving today? It's up. There just aren't any videos public until Friday, but it's actually happening this Friday. The channel is built. It's up. It is being uh, what do you call it? congregated of uh, whatever you call that when it's all the shits being uploaded currently. So that's there will awesome. be a real thing on Friday. So what are you driving today it is a new YouTube channel. Go check it out. And that's that. East Coast feed I will do on Thursday because that just wouldn't be, that would just be rude. Make sure you get here at a certain time. We'll need you about a half an hour after that. I guess that's how real shows work.
1: That's how it goes.
0: Again, I'm still worried about...
1: <laughs> but what if they don't like me? <laughs>
0: Oh, God. Let's do some commercials here, pay some bills, and get our guest in here. What's up, Greg Grumberg? I am so happy to see you here. I got to come over to your, um, your place this week uh, or next week and check it out. What are you laughing at? Just you. Yeah, well, other people don't know that we text all the time. So, like, we <laughs> texted. So he went to Malibu this weekend with the boys and, uh, and the truck, or at least uh, his oldest, um, and the uh, 96 Bronco. He's got a 96 Bronco and a 69 Bronco, both movie cars (laughs) that he bought off of shows that he was on. Uh, Anyway, he's just the best. And I know nothing about Star Wars. I genuinely, I think maybe this is why we're friends. I genuinely like him because of who he is. I know nothing about Star Wars. I don't know shit about Star Trek. I never saw Star is Born. All those movies he's in, like we worked together on Felicity. I never watched Alias. I didn't watch Heroes. I watched Lost, but he's the pilot in Lost. That's like he pointed out one episode. Barely in it. Yeah. So like, we're just genuinely friends because we're just fucking weird guys like who get along. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> let's get serious here. Come on. Get fucking get good at this. Asking for money from people and stuff. <clears throat> Oh, yeah. Huge, huge news on Yellow Car 2.0. I guess we'll talk about it on Thursday. (laughs) Huge news on Yellow Car 2.0. It's going to be great. Everybody wants to get involved, so it's really great. We've got stuff coming from all over the place. It's (laughs) going to be be really fun. Yellow Car 2.0. Stay tuned. They say, all that separates men and boys is the coverage for their toys. St. Clair Insurance is coverage for your toys. In this case, we're talking about the collector cars. Those are the toys we're talking about today. And uh, collector car values are all over the place. Uh, Good business is going to get your car valued seeing what it's worth these days, because it's not what it was worth yesterday. I guarantee that. Once you've done that, you're going to want to check out your car insurance. Um, If you like where you're at, by all means, but it makes a lot of sense to at least investigate and see what else is out there. Uh, If I were you, I would check out St. Clair Insurance. You're going to want to go to crew... You're going to want to go to (laughs) coverageforyourtoys.com and check out St. Clair Insurance. Are you ready? Coverageforyourtoys.com. Coverageforyourtoys.com.
1: Coverageforyourtoys.com. You the best (laughs) at that. that. (laughs)
0: It looks like I do all the heavy lifting, but the truth is that's a lot of work for you. So it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> you do such a good job. All right. <clears throat> hey, if Rob is still here from Cruise into Wellness, need a lift lately? Cruise into the second half of 2021 with a great attitude, a good mood, and a very healthy new year. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um, use promo code Late Night for 20% off your order at cruiseintowellness.com. Cruiseintowellness.com?
1: Cruiseintowellness.com.
0: The cruise is with a Z. 94.7 the way did it get into smooth jazz <laughs> k <K-light. Love that. laughs> yeah I heard it too I heard it too 94.3 down here at the bottom of the hour 5.30pm <laughs> Gordon Lightfoot coming up a little bit after that Yanni <laughs> live at the Acropolis <laughs> I made sure we press record tonight right because this is one of those days where I would have forgotten something really really simple like are the amplifiers on is everything good <laughs> And then my the last one, which is my absolute favorite, and you all know <laughs> it. Hi, this is Jay Ryan from Late Night Playset, reminding you to please like, subscribe, and comment below. This feeds the internet algorithm, and eventually us as well. Please be a pal. Like, subscribe, and comment below. It'll be fire! All this smoke denotes that there's a fire under my desk. From all of you liking, subscribing... And talking to your friends about our little show. Anyway, so that's what's going on. Okay. Uh, Now I have a real thing to do. We have to do a real show here, and I lost the whole thing here. Okay. (laughs) So embarrassing. You know what? Let's take a quick break and uh, listen to these words from our friends at Oh So Delicious Hot Sauce, as long as I still have it programmed in here, which I do. Uh, And we'll get our guest Basim in here, and we're going to have a conversation about the car he brought today, as well as um, you've had some cool Porsches up on the mountain lately, and uh, everything else. Kazan Wasif in the playset right after this.
1: Oh, so delicious. It's a hot sauce made by bears. Garlic and serrano mixed with love and care. You can put it on your eggs, pour it on your rice. It's great on a leg. It's better on a slice. It's oh, so delicious. It's a hot sauce made by bears. Oh, so delicious hot sauce. Great on everything except oatmeal.
3: Get your bottle today at osodelicious.org. Oh, One dollar from every bottle sold goes to the National <laughs> Military <laughs> Family <laughs> Association. I kind of don't
0: believe it. I kind of almost don't believe what you've done here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, here's the interlude music,
2: which means that we are back.
0: You get a microphone for you. Pull that over to you. Hello, yeah testing the smoke will clear in a moment. This is the first a little time ambiance. I've, I like it. This is the first time I've seen the uh the new green Luft here on the desk. Maybe we should I don't know how it should go. Maybe you can help me with that. <laughs> front
2: three quarter baby
0: do you uh do you want your water in here or are you going to get parched?
2: uh you know I will grab my water all right
1: and we'll just stay here.
2: How you been? What's new?
1: So much. So much?
0: (laughs) Uh, I'm really happy to have you here, man. Thank you for having me. You're you're a new friend who's kind of come out of nowhere, kind of, sort of for us, and I hope that you don't take that in a bad way, it's just you weren't in our purview, and then all of a sudden we see you every week now,
2: and you're like our yes. friend that's just a regular in it's, our lives. It's been a great thing. The Friday morning thing for me has been so refreshing, because oh. um, before this whole thing blew over, before the, before the pandemic, I was gone so much. I was traveling a lot. And to oh. be home and to have a sort of, it's almost like a routine in a good way Yeah, was was a thing. It was really important, so. It's like nice. just,
0: uh, even the weekends weren't, I don't know, for, for us, the weeks were always kind of all over the place. And then the weekends were the tide that binds. It sort of was like, oh, we, everything, that's when our, our uh, routines uh, came in. During COVID, that, like literally everything went away. Yeah. And then the Friday and then actually the Malibu Sunday, the two things we used to do actually were the only two things that, that maintained throughout, which is kind of crazy. And again, very lucky for us.
1: Yeah. Pretty good.
0: How was COVID for you? Not to, like, make it all about that, but... No, I we, mean... We met I, during COVID, I, and the first five or six times it was like, oh, sunglasses, mask, right. mask, <laughs> You are, you're are with,
2: it, oh, no. I know who you are, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh, you're our friend I already. Totally, no totally. <laughs> um, you know, I, I know it was difficult for a lot of people, but um, for me personally, I was very fortunate because I got to really reconnect with a lot of things that were important to me oh. that um, that I didn't, I wasn't able to. Like I said, I was traveling a lot, so being at home with my family. I've got a 9-year-old. You know, the the clichés about growing up so fast are so true that that being able to be there day in and day out and have that rhythm of just like watching him grow up and and taking care of the house and doing all these things and just yeah. being around was was a real silver lining for me.
0: They say if you're uh if you're not there, right? It's like um you don't I guess it's like uh, somebody else seeing your kid every six months or whatever like oh, holy shit another two feet you know or whatever and, oh, but like when you're there week. every day you get to So it slows down time
2: a tiny tiny bit they really do like developmentally it happens so quickly that you blink and it's, it's different you know so it's right. totally true Because they're
0: rewriting the programming constantly, right?
2: They're always learning. They look different from, like, week to week. It's nuts. Like, seriously, just, like, the physical changes, let alone the the growth psychologically and emotionally. It's a a thing.
0: I've always thought about the physical, and it's the psychological and intelligent. Like, it's that... that area that is where I'm like focusing now. And I'm like, Oh wow. I see kids are fun. Cause you get to like, <laughs> you get to feed them whatever information, you know, you think is good and stuff. I, I don't know how it is to be a parent. Was this your it's first the
2: one? Inter- it is our first and only one, uh, one and done. But, uh, it's, it's the most like the, the most gratifying part is the interaction. Like little babies are cute and everything, but, but they're blobs. Like they don't do <laughs> they don't anything. Give you anything. <laughs> you do everything. You I give don't do them anything. their wants and needs, bottomless pits of wants and needs. <laughs> And it's, you know, it's fascinating, but, you know, once they start to give back, that's when it really comes alive, you know, it's the cool part.
0: And then, how old did you say? He's nine. Oh, God, so nine, I mean, not only does he have a personality, he's got his own everything, his own life, his own, I mean, is he driving yet? For sure.
2: (laughs) I've tried that, believe me, but I, I don't know if he's there yet.
0: Uh, does he have any interest in cars and driving? Uh, he's a lot of the way kids more, these days
2: don't give a shit. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting. I thought he would, but he's way more interested in rockets and space and traveling to other planets and, uh, you know... Is that what kids are doing now? Is that
0: what the I future, think, is that as, you what the know, interest is? It
2: started early with him, with, a, with the Apollo missions of all things. Like he was all into the retro Saturn V, you know, going to the moon thing. Like he, he fell into that rabbit hole really deep, which I was excited about.
0: Was there an anniversary or and, something significant? Uh, well,
2: there w- that did happen, but it was self-motivated. He kind of latched oh. onto that for a while, but and, and then like he had discovered SpaceX and everything that's happening now. Current stuff. And, yeah, and he got into it, and it's, it sparks the imagination, you know? It's like, it's just a get me out of here. Wow.
0: Well, I don't know your wife, but I, I know that <laughs> I watched your videos that you sent me today uh-huh. and you guys are so funny together, but she strikes me as somebody who might be a personality on her own. It, what does your wife do?
2: So she is an artist. Okay. Uh, she paints in oil and uh, she paints from life, which has been a little bit challenging in the last year um she uh was a costume designer in a former life and she was in the costume designers guild and that has evolved into her position there as uh the communications director at the guild at the guild Yeah. oh no kidding local 892 yeah you probably know those guys
0: well i do but more so than that you know our guards rad are the other half of what are you driving today his wife is a costumer i mean she's a she's a costume supervisor Last looks is her real name. Alex Silbert is her working. I will have to ask. Yeah, no, she's very active within within the within the union. Very cool. Oh, that's cool. I'm sure they. I'm sure you guys know each other, but your wife has come up before, hasn't she?
2: uh, She has come to uh, breakfast club uh, once, I think. Yeah, but uh, yeah, she's more than most wives. Well, true. (laughs) Mine's there every week, and David's Um, is there every other, but that's it. But yeah, she she loves. She's such a creative person. She she's an artist in the two sense of the word. She was uh she she is creative director for the magazine as well and she was editor in chief for 8 years for the magazine. And seeing the way she connects The, the Guild Magazine. The Guild Magazine. Yeah. Seeing the way she connects visuals and storytelling to layout and profiles and words, I she's she's way more talented than I am. <laughs> oh, come <okay>. on. <laughs> <laughs> She, she's a whole that's other That's the right deal. answer, by the way, regardless. You know, that's the right thing to say. Always marry up. That's what I always say. Yeah, <laughs> for
0: sure. Sorry for you. <laughs> I mean, I, did, I married up. Sorry for you.
1: So did I. It always looks different. The grass is always greener.
2: <laughs> that is wisdom. That is true. Um,
0: all I know is I connect with you energetically, and, I, and back to I'm grateful you're here, where the actual interview should start. I have no idea because the <laughs> truth is I don't know that much about you I know that you know a lot about cars I know that you're always in a different press car I know that I watched some of your YouTube videos today they're entertaining and well produced I mean like you check all the boxes but how did you get here? How did
2: I get here here is a is a really vague place like I do a lot of stuff it's weird you know like I I love automotive journalism I've written I should have brought books I've written three books Oh I should have brought three books author as yes, well I am an author as well. Um, I do marketing, communications, consulting, and um, I direct videos as well. So uh, I'm really stimulated by it. It it often comes back to the story and really Mm. good visuals. And um, I love visual creative storytelling. So it often comes back to that. Um,
0: I can see that in your videos. Yeah, you, I, you, you know, take and, care in places that I would as well, but other people don't give a crap.
2: Yeah, you got you got to make it look good. I mean, there's something for everyone out there. Like, I think there's a world of, of like, you know, I will never be Doug DeMuro, but he he clicks for so many people like he is he's a great, great. everyman. Yeah. Yes. And uh, you know, <laughs> he's but, almost like the car guy for the non enthusiast. Oh, everybody, you know, who find out what I do for a living. Do you, know like, Do you know Doug? Dem- ever met him? Have you ever met him? <laughs> Good
0: lord! <laughs> Which Do you is great. Before even, I mean, the YouTube channel was just starting. I remember. It's like it's, it's amazing. Like,
2: it's like Drive to Survive on Netflix. Like you know, grandmas are into that show, True. and like F one has experienced a revitalization in the states because that show is so compelling. I think that's like powerful. I think it's really important to recognize that we're in a little bubble, and our community is is great, and I love it. But it's very, like, focused, and it's focused on the details and the stuff we geek out about, and Mm. we, we get into that. But, like, when something resonates, like, with the broad population, I think that's, like, so exciting, you know?
0: Yeah, how does it is it? Do you think it's predictable? Is it pattern? Does it just happen randomly? Because I think of like Magnus when Magnus's video came out. I uh mean, he was just a weird Porsche guy, and Porsches were just Porsches. It wasn't a thing. Yeah. But everything kind of hit at the same time, and then boom! My mother knows who Magnus Walker is. You know.
2: It's lightning in a bottle. I think it's chemistry. I think it's things that you can't rationalize. I think that's why. I think that's why it's fascinating to me. It's because it's not an empirical number. It's not like you know, a marketing team says, well, we've got to tick all these boxes, because then. It's lost. That's the magic lose of it. it, yeah.
0: But what, so then, why do the market teams still try to do all that box checking and not rely on like, oh, they're an artist, just let them figure
2: it yeah, out? Yeah, somebody's got to make those big salaries and justify it. Right? Oh, I, I see. Mean... <laughs> all right, I got it. Two sides to every. No, part, there I is, there is. I, I do that too, and there is an art and a science to it. So I'm not, I'm not diminishing it. I'm, I'm joking, but. You know what you know what I mean when you get I, that emotional feeling like like I can't explain this scientifically, but this really works for me. Like this really like resonates. I do.
0: I live there, but I can't make other people see it so easily. <laughs> I do my own thing, and then they go, "Oh, that's so
2: great. Why is it so
0: great?" And then they try to recreate it, and they're like well, I did all the same stuff. How come it's not so great? Yeah, but
2: you're telling your truth, and that's all we can do.
0: That's it. Because I look at my stuff, and I'm like, technically, it's awful, but it's definitely whatever my little story was that day, or whatever it happens to be. And that's what I'm tend to be. Uh, uh, that's what I tend to be drawn toward Uh in, in content and I feel like what you were doing the other day was very obviously produced but somehow it just had kind of like a it had a very relatable it had kind of what I'm talking about that you can't quantify and everything you just said i guess plan, i'll shut up now
2: plan don't over plan right it's uh it's finding that groove it's finding whatever is 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 working for you and just and and figuring it out and it's never linear either i don't think it's it's always like oh well this is clear what i have to do here you know like i wouldn't have made videos of my wife if it wasn't for the pandemic and being stuck with a press car you know not being able to go anywhere i was like okay well let's just throw Wait, some that, gopros in and talk. is that true that's how that started yeah Hmm. Totally. Yeah. It was just like, uh, you know what? I I was, you know, in Europe like twice a month, like traveling to drive cars remotely. And then they started sending cars to me here. And I thought, well, let's just let's just make use of this. Absolutely. You know.
0: No, it's a great idea. I just I love the I I love that it wasn't a concept. It came from a different constraint. Yeah. I love that kind of creativity. Yeah. Oh, we did this because we couldn't do that. And you love it. (laughs) well
2: pandemic has been great for a lot of people in that respect i think it's 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 reset um how we look at things how we prioritize our time um you know how we live our lives i mean i i'm gonna take so much away from this and, and hopefully i won't be traveling as much as i used to be but um
0: have you uh, changed? Have you uh, had anything you've had to change because, and then you plan to implement currently in your life be- because you've noticed, oh, this is better. I like not traveling as much. Or you whatever.
2: know, everybody was telling me, especially my wife was telling me how great sleep is. And <laughs> I- <laughs> have you tried it yet? <laughs> I'm getting into it, man. It's, yeah. it's pretty sweet. Oh, man. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> You know, it doesn't always work as planned. You know, sometimes you wake up in the middle of the night, you're like, oh, boy, why am I not going back to sleep? But it's so good for you. That's the thing. It's like these little little things make a big difference in our lives.
0: Yeah. Did you
2: uh,
0: – it's it's you're hysterical, but you're very funny. It's totally true. Uh, uh, the funny thing about sleep, too, is I, I find that if you, uh, if you don't count on it, you, you'll get it. Uh, but if you're counting on X amount, of whatever, it, that is, will never come to you, no know, matter what. Like this,
2: Everything will come to you but. It's this Zen thing. And, yeah, yeah, it is. And that's a challenge. I mean, let alone like the biology of it, because there's like hormones that have to enter and leave your body and your core temperature has to drop and all these you so know, your parameters have right, to be heartbeat. met for sound sleep. And then there's the whole other psychological aspect, which is it's a mind
0: fuck. Yeah. Also, what <laughs> the fuck is it? Right. Like, where are we going? What is yeah. that? Why where, sh- did, where did that movie come from? Yeah,
2: why should I let go? Why? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Every Program. time I'm about to hit the ground, I always wake up. I don't get it. <laughs>
3: oh my gosh.
2: It's funny
0: how we're all the same. We really are, we all are so individual, but yet we're all the same. Yeah,
2: there's there's these like there's these parameters that like, you know, we we move through life with these with these commonalities, and we don't really always think about it or put a finger on it, but you know, like we we do have these needs that that that, that they're universal. I mean, you can't argue them. Yeah. I mean,
0: let's no no, no, let's not not do that let's not do that um uh, i know you through cars let's try to do a real interview here i'm sorry i like you so much that i just want to talk to my friend which (laughs) which are sometimes great but sometimes the comments are just like would you get on with like whatever the interview is um so i know you through cars why are cars important to you how did you get into cars
2: cars are one of those inexplicable things for me um And, you know, I was told by my parents that when I was really young, I would sing happy birthday to my matchbox cars just like (laughs) sense of occasion for my little toys. Like it was always there. So it's really hard to once again quantify why or how. But I never really imagined that I could make it my life until uh, relatively later in life. Um, So I worked in film and TV when I was a college grad out of UCLA. Um, I worked at Disney ABC Cable Networks as a creative executive, and uh, I know.
0: Wow. Were you on the lot, or were you a prospect? And I was at
2: uh, 3,800 Alameda. Wow. Uh, Amazing. Yep, in the channel building. So I did that for a while, and I started uh, editing uh, independent features, and I started doing this stuff. And I and I flight of fantasy. I kind of... I answered this Craigslist ad that was looking for an automotive rider. And I was like, just be fun, fun little, you know, hobby, little fun little side job.
0: Just throw it, throw a line out. Why not?
2: Exactly. I was like, I do love cars. There's no denying it. I haven't gotten over it yet. And I'm 20, whatever years old. Um, Long story short, (laughs) like
1: I'm (laughs) getting awesome. I'm getting there. I'm getting there.
2: Um, Long story short, like, I got this assignment to write about high-end convertibles for a local luxury lifestyle magazine. And within a week, I had uh, probably half a million dollars worth of cars on loan in my garage to write about. And I was like, OK, this is, this is a trip. Like, wow. I, I couldn't comprehend like, how this. They just tossed me the keys. And then I got invited to drive uh, the, this was back then, this was the 996 GT3 mm. wow. at the track launch in Virginia,
0: VIR. It was a big deal back then, though, because it was the first GT3.
2: It, this was like, oh, we're getting
0: back to the R. This was the new RS Carrera, basically, or yeah. Carrera RS. Yeah. I was, it was a huge deal. I,
2: and I didn't understand how it worked. So Porsche sent me this, called me up and said, hey, how would you like to come drive it? And I was like, oh, that sounds wonderful. Let me just <laughs> let me just call my editor to make sure that they're OK with paying to get me there because I need. And they're like, <laughs> no, 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 we, we, got, we got that. No, really? OK. <laughs> and, you know, you show up at the bar, like the first dinner and. And you're ready to pay for it. Like, no, 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 we got that. Hurley Haywood was sitting there with me. He's like, no, we got... I was like, okay, let me tip. He's like, we got that, too. It's all, yeah. (laughs) So I was like, this world. Yeah. It was a dream. And then I flew for the first time to, to, to drive something in Europe for work, which was the 997. Oh wow! So I drove it on the Audubon, and it was a
3: trip.
0: You really jumped in with both feet, and it's I, not like us. And it started with the Geo Metro,
2: and then eventually
0: we went. We're
2: <laughs> knock on wood. Thankfully, I didn't start with Consumer Reports. So I started at a pretty oh, solid that's a good point. It was a lifestyle brand <laughs> magazine already. Footing. Yeah, they were high end. They wanted the best stuff, and that was very lucky for me because I've been very fortunate. I've done a lot of cool stuff.
0: Oh, shit. Well, don't, don't let me uh, stop you. Sorry, I interrupt well, a lot. But it's go ahead. just,
2: no, no, no. It, it, it just kind of continued. Like, I, I, was, I was on this train of... Oh,
0: I see your point. All of a sudden, that line took off, and this is what you're doing
2: now. This is starting, yeah, it took over, yeah. And then I was like, well, why, why do I, I love editing, but why do I want to do that when I could do this? You know, why do I want to direct stuff when I could do this? Um and I've crossed over with both on a few few elements and um you know, I worked at Edmonds for a year producing video and I've done some automotive video stuff that mm. I, I don't really cross with my journalistic stuff, so that's a whole other ball of wax. So we'll <laughs> okay. stick to this topic, not that topic. You had like a consulting business <laughs> on the side. Yeah, we'll talk sure. after the awesome. know, we'll <laughs> talk after the, the the mic is hot. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's a rabbit hole, man. It's like once and, and the industry is, is so great that they have all of these events and resources and opportunities for people to create content that um, it makes it easy when you're a storyteller to get, whether it's the driver's seat, get into the driver's seat, or do things that you wouldn't have had the opportunity to do. I drove in the milia in 2018. That's like, amazing. I would not, yeah. Bro, Seriously, come on. Like, what were you in? What were you driving? 300 uh, SL going. Oh, my God. So, yeah, like, I would have never been able to do that before. You it's know the of entry crazy. is just ridiculous for that kind of stuff. So, sure. like, I was very fortunate. Was well, very fortunate.
0: Yeah, and right place, right time, right guy. Like, there's a lot to all of those things. Fortunate as well, but, I mean, you, you, you got yourself to that level of f- fortune, so to speak. I, I, you know, th- do you know what I'm saying? I don't want, I, I don't want you to not take any credit. I find, that, I find that some people are like, oh, yeah, and it's just, you know, I'm one of those people who's really lucky. It's like, yeah, and you put forth a lot of effort, and you did take the chance. And, you know, I will give you thing. that much and, then and you give myself that much. You obviously put out content that was good enough that they were like, oh, well, he, let's do more with him because we like this. I, you,
2: that's not untrue. I will give you that much. I feel better. <laughs> I feel <laughs> and then better. the books just kind of happened. I wrote a, bo- a book about uh, legendary motorcycles that were basically all the the, the the textbook motorcycles like the Harley and Easy Rider. All these iconic motorcycles. And they did one about legendary race cars. And then I did one about supercars uh, mm. called Speedweed Supercar. That's kind of everything you ever wanted to know about supercars. So supercars have become sort of like a niche that I've been fortunate enough to to dive into um and i've driven a lot of a lot of very fast expensive toys i just got back from italy last week to drive the sf90 Fiorano. and uh
0: <laughs> you said when we were doing the dates you're like yes and i'll have driven a few things by then <laughs>
2: and i might be jet lagged but i'll be there <laughs> yeah so if you're seeing the bags under my eyes wait that's, did you that's just get back from. no i came back on oh, okay sunday well, I still. Yeah, but still deadlines. Yeah, this stuff, yeah, this stuff piles up. Oh, man. Well, for thanks sure. For,
0: thanks for making time for it and everything, Dude, too. are you kidding? I didn't realize how much you traveled, again, because I met you during COVID when everyone was sort of restricted. Right, right. So I, did, I, I didn't realize, um, I guess I didn't realize much. Well, moving on.
3: <laughs> um,
0: so it's, you know, one of the questions I was going to ask you on here was about press cars, but it seems like you kind of answered it in that you got you got into the world of press cars almost by accident by answering this ad and like it was already lined up for you because they had this setup. From there, did you then make your own relationships? I asked John for, here, backstory, backstory, real quick. Yeah, yeah. Don't want to make it all about me. Yeah. Um, you know, we only have the one car these days. When we bought yellow car, it was our fourth car. huh. Um, but it's our only car these days. So it's one car to do it all. And we are going to bring it into the shop to do a lot of stuff to it soon. Very so nice. So we're going to need uh, to rent a car or something. We're not Uber people. Can't I don't want to put hear her about in a cat. that. About Yellow Car 2.0? How
2: about, yeah.
0: Oh, I'll be more than happy to tell you about it. I'm pretty excited if you couldn't tell. <laughs> Excellent. But more on the lines of, ooh, this might be an opportunity to not so much um, get into the press car world that you guys all are, but like, <laughs> I do have an awful lot of friends who like, can get just a cheap car, from a, not from a rental car agency, just by like, when somebody comes into town and they're a journalist, they have a car set up for them so that they drive that car while they're in town and then they write something about it.
2: It's a currency, yes. Yeah,
0: there you go, exactly. So I'm wondering, how do you get your creative currency out there to be seen so that you could then go get uh, some sort of a loaner car during this type of period where your one car to do it all might be in the shop for some sponsored material?
2: Well, what I did, and I was—I knew nothing about this world, but it turns out I must have done something right, like you said. Um, I cold-called manufacturers, and I just said, and I can get you contacts. You don't have to cold-call. <laughs> we'll talk later. Luckily, we know a lot of people,
0: but I also don't want anybody like Johnny Lehman. He's like, "Why are you asking?" And I was like, "I don't want to like. I'm not that guy. I that's not. I don't even have any interest. In, first of all, I don't even like new cars. Like, I don't. I don't want to tread on anybody else's thing. And look at what we do. We do our own thing. You know what I mean?" Um, but i don't want to tread on anybody else's uh, i don't know what i'm trying to say but i feel like it's it's a it, it's a it seems to be a tricky situation to navigate and everybody has a fishy answer about it like everyone's got their contacts and nobody well, really wants to talk and share i'll tell you
2: what the car makers want they always want an roi there's always something that you know they're not a rental company. They want something out of it. Sure, and and everybody brings something different. A lot of it is journalistic coverage in terms of magazines or, or websites or whatever. Um, sometimes it's informational. Like I'm a member of the Motor Press Guild. I I'm uh, also a juror for North American Car of the Year. Mm. And as a juror, like there's a long list of nominees that you have to evaluate to whittle down to to, to pick what eventually become Car of the Year, Truck of the Year, SUV of the Year. So that happens to give me a lot of exposure to those cars, but there's also layers within the the relationships with magazines. You know, I write for Porsche Panorama. I do oh. a lot of features for Love them, that. and um, oftentimes, uh, you know, of course, I'll write, will drive the car that I'm writing about. But oftentimes, to know what the how it relates to the lineup. You know, it's good to drive the sister car or you know, something related that's not it. You know, and then contextually it makes you a better journalist to drive different things for comparison contrast. So right. you know, there's there's layers to it. But you know Well the backstory is
0: again even further. When I was a kid I was um I was the kid who went and test drove every possible car that was out. I lived in an area that had a lot of money, so I was a lot. I mean, I drove 993s when they were when they were new. Like, nice. You know what I mean? And 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 other cars like the the, the Viper when it came out, it was a sixty five thousand dollars expensive car.
2: So you just went to the dealership and were like,
0: "Yeah, you drive it." Yeah, all the time. Well, I always yes, all the time. Uh-huh. I love <laughs> and that. I always showed up in a, like I had an E thirty M three at the, uh, mm-hmm. not, an E thirty. Uh, uh, 325, whatever, something at the time. It was the kind of like, oh, it's probably, family's probably rich. It was, right. it was like, nobody ever, a kid my age absolutely could have maybe done something uh, where I grew up. So it was like, you didn't want to, they took the chance. They always took yeah. the chances. So yeah, I drove everything. But what, I, the point being like, car uh, matchmaker, that Spike Ferriston show that he had, uh-huh. like, I was like that as a kid. Uh-huh. I test drove all the cars yep. from Dodge Neons to Audis to BMW, everything. And then I would tell my parents' friends what to, buy whenever they were yep. in the market for or whatever. And I'm like, well, I drove the Lexus, but you probably want the Infinity because of whatever. the fuck. Um, <laughs> And the truth is that's never, ever changed in my life. I just don't yeah. drive all of the brand new cars it's anymore. Relatable. But everybody asks me. I'm the guy everybody talks yeah. to in my whatever circle. Um, and not like I'm the be-all, end-all answer, but people get my opinion. Um, so it's one of those where it's just become... It's, it's, bec- it's happening again because I'm like in the car world more than I ever used to be. And, um, and it would be nice to be able to back that up. I drive so many cars up at Breakfast Club, other people's cars, personal cars. Sometimes I'm lucky enough to actually drive press cars when people bring them up and there's a you know an associate from the, a representative there who can approve it. Um, well, you know what it's like. You've got to be careful. I totally know. Yeah. <laughs> and again, I'm trying to tread around all this so lightly, but I'm ch- also very curious about the information. Because I don't know how it works, and that's I guess that's you know what it comes maybe down it's
2: to. a sponsorship thing. Maybe you need a sponsor. Maybe you need a car maker to be a partner with you. I mm. don't know. I'm just throwing that's, it out that's there. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, we should we should talk. We should talk later. Interesting. All right, um, back to but you. But yeah, I was when I was a kid. I was also the guy who would tell my parents what car to buy. This is good. This is not good and um my way of getting you know, scratching that itch when i was in college when i went to ucla um i took a weekend job valet parking cars oh same thing they used to do like uh, did you work for chuck pick by any chance
0: no i was never a valet guy but I, it was the same experiences uh, my all my friends who didn't have the experiences i had driving these nice cars they got the five minutes in them working at the restaurant down uh-huh, the valet exactly in yeah, roman yeah. down in westport connecticut like all all of his car experiences are either his dad at the country club with some friend or whatever or the guy at the uh, yeah.
2: uh at the valet yeah.
0: and they drove a lot of really cool cars but they didn't get to drive any of those cars. oh this
2: was yeah half mile quarter mile yeah But it was, like, big Hollywood parties, like Muhammad Ali's house and, you know, (laughs) Ray and Wendy Stark's house. And, like, you know, so there was some good machinery to have (laughs) tiny little experiences in. Wow. It was was fascinating. (laughs)
0: I'm telling you about dodging neons and stuff like like that.
2: Like, mechanically, it was fascinating. But culturally, like, to, to climb inside somebody's private space just for a moment, like, there's a lot to take in in those moments. Like... What does it smell like? What's in the What's in the glove box? Right. You know what radio is on this, on or what music is on the radio? You right. Know? Why is the steering wheel? Mm, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's very personal. It's weird. Cars are weirdly personal. Like we don't really think about it because it's like we wear our own clothes. We go into our own cars. But when you get into other people's cars, it's a trip.
0: It's so funny. I've never thought about that. But you're one hundred percent right. Yeah. I was never a LA guy. I can't imagine what that part would be like. I never. I worked at the car dealerships, and I couldn't stand getting into people's cars to go take them to the use to the used car corner to get them evaluated. Like, oh god, for yeah. all the reasons you're talking about, this is a car they no longer how deem acceptable you, how for do their you live lives. Like they're, this? they're trying to replace it right now, today, with me. So I'm like, oh, uh. <laughs>
2: And then I don't know about you, but like if it's a press car, I have no problem using it how it's meant to be used. But people's personal cars, like I, you know, I'm scared.
0: Dep- I, yeah, I'm I'm the same way, and especially up there because of that road where we drive. Just because you don't know, like something might be it look like it's in good nick, but it's somebody else's car. Like, are all the lug nuts tight? Like I don't know. They, I don't there's know. So
2: many anything could happen. Do you? But you're mainly brand new press cars and stuff. You don't have
0: you don't have to deal with what I do on. What are you driving today?
2: Yeah, they do. uh, The car industry does a really good job of 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 smoothing everything out. Like I've spied guys dropping off the car like a half block away from my house, detailing it so that when they pull it up, there is not a smudge on it. They're really particular. I know what you mean. They pull it out of the truck, then do the detail,
0: then pull it up to the
2: yeah. And it's made me OCD about my own stuff because, like you know. If you're so used to getting cars constantly, it's like being in a hotel. Like every time oh. you go back to your room, it's made. <laughs> you, you better get used to that clean room because yeah. the laws of entropy are different, you know? <laughs> you don't think about it until you have to do it yourself. You're like, crap, this is a pain. How do we
0: maintain this? Yeah, it how looks did, so easy.
2: The glass is dirty on both sides. <laughs> no. Thank God it's so true. The real world is harsh, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. Which leads oh. me to my silver beast downstairs. Yeah, let's t- <laughs> let's talk about what's downstairs. Because I don't need a car. Like I've I've had multiple cars at a time. That well, I owned hang
0: on and- the back uh, again backstory just for context for people. We have a thing most people park on the street and then they come in. And but you said, we, but we have a like a VIP underground entrance. And I, <laughs> and I go, you said, hey, I'd like that. And I said, no problem at all. But you said, I just picked up a big German bohemian. <laughs> 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 and in my mind, I thought something new press car, and I'm thinking, oh, it must be like that new X7 or something. You know, I couldn't think of what German big Bohemia could it be, and tell everybody what it was.
2: So uh, I, perhaps foolishly, I don't know. I've been obsessed with these for so long, I finally had to scratch this itch of getting a W140 Mercedes-Benz. So this is a 1993 uh, 400 SEL. Uh, 17 feet long, 4,600 pounds, double pane glass. Uh, mm. s- the it last, looks bulletproof. The last of the truly over-engineered Mercedes-Benzes. So I've been crazy about these kinds of cars for a long time, and they, they look dumb. They look like... No, if... if my, car guys think they're cool. I, I think they're super cool. Um, I'm getting the, the dumb part from my <laughs> wife, who has been <laughs> drilling it into my head, because she so she stupid. does not get it. Oh, my God, she hates it. <laughs> She's like, what? She drives a Fiat Five Hundred E, so she loves small, cute Italian. Oh, this! Is, how much did you say it weighs? Uh, Forty six hundred. It's actually less <laughs> than I would have guessed. Uh, it looks because like it's three tons. Because of the bulletproof glass, I would have. It guessed, looks you know, like three double. tons. <laughs> yeah. It's it's really it was the last of the money no object. Uh, they spent a billion dollars on R and D on this car, on this 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 that this. line. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just insane what they did. Like it, it was the first car to have uh, soft closed doors. <laughs> the the the, the rearview mirror is remote operated so you have to use a joystick <laughs> to
3: What year is this
2: Uh 93 Oh okay yeah they were doing they were doing yeah, ni- everything I was like 90- that was the days of the 26 way power seats Yeah all. 92 to 99 they just it's way overdone. Yeah. But that's what I geeked out over. Totally. So I was like, you know, I don't need this, but I want it. Just it's don't like, replace the wiring harness on that car, right? That's, yes, until 96 was the wiring harness issue. Okay. So, yeah, biodegradable. Really so you're good, good really until good 96, ideas. or you're, you,
0: you're bad until 96? Uh, they,
2: they, they fixed the problem after 96. I so it's 96 up to you to on. fix. So, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> this so this car was funny because, like, like I said, you know, we all sh- fantasy shop for cars, but, but this one actually... I was driving up sierra madre near where i live sierra madre avenue and there is this car with a for sale sign on it and um it took me a month of negotiation (gasps) to get this little (laughs) old lady from pasadena to agree on a price because it was her her you know she was the only owner and her other car is a late model v12 sedan And she stopped driving this one when she got her V12. So, like, this is the kind of person you want to buy a car from, right? (laughs) But it was so unplanned. Like, I literally, a month of negotiation. I just had to have it, though. I got really uh, attached to it. And we'll see if it's good to me. I just, I've I've had it for, like, three days. Oh, my God. Fingers crossed.
0: Oh, I didn't know it was that new. It's (laughs) it's
2: brand new. Yeah, to me. Yeah. So I'm shaking I the wish dice. you. I
0: wish you a lot of luck with it. I have a friend who. Uh, I I don't know if I should say I, I had a. Fr- I don't. Know, I haven't talked to him in forever. But he was, he's a production designer. I worked with him on practice, and then he went to ER and he worked on lots of things. But he bought one of those. This would have been like mm, early two thousands, so it's only like ten years old at the time. Mm-hmm. And he had it shipped across. Same thing. Like found this the thing. Be a was looking story. for. No, it was great. Well. No, he. I mean, it, it ended up needing more than he thought <laughs> like it worried. did. Worried? Yeah. No, no, no. But it ended up being the the cool retro sedan mm-hmm. that he that he wanted it to uh-huh. to be. His was like uh you know black on beige. It was like more of like the. It looked more like a a bad guy's car from a movie. Yours is like very. Yours could fit in in traffic. It doesn't look like uh, the Russian mob. Mm-hmm. Do do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, (laughs) Well, once you zoom in and you see the the double-pane glass and everything, it's like, oh, whoa. Well, I I,
2: I have an obsession with Luxo barges. I love the idea of something that is like you're so insulated in this safe space, and it's so dialed in for comfort. It's so dialed in for long distance. And it's the opposite of my other vehicle, which is a 1963 Land Rover Series 2A, (laughs) which – Will beat you up like crazy because it's loud. It's uh, you know no aerodynamics, no no protection from the elements. It's open air. It's is, slow. Is that it's...
0: one the gods must be crazy
2: the yeah, put uh, it up in the tree? Yes, yes. So you know that <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, so it's opposites, you know, and I and I love I love having all ends of the spe- spectrum taken care of.
0: What's your favorite? If you had maybe it's this one. I'm guessing with what you had to go through to get this car. Uh, What is your favorite of the Luxo Barge uh, variety? Um, I can think of a, a few other ones that I like, maybe even more than than this.
2: I was obsessed with Bentley Turbo R's for a long time. Oh, well, that's you go. You're going big. Okay, and I, and gotcha. I had, well, All right, Well, you know, <laughs> yeah, you're really dumb in terms of like exposure because they always need a lot of money and a lot of maintenance. Um, I've I've almost bought one several times and probably been lucky to not have felt yeah, falling down that rabbit hole. I, I would think so. Um, it's like getting a Phaeton, right? Like it's a really like, cool uh, idea, oh, but like, way to keep worse. it running is way worse. But I mean the idea of, of it, right? Yeah, it's you know it's a it's it's an airplane on on four wheels. Well,
0: so what one that might be a little bit easier to maintain? I always like the, the reason I'm asking the A8. I always really like the A8. A8s a lot. are great. The um, S8 specifically was you know Ronin, like I thought that. Was but you know, if you're going
2: to go full bore, like I would say v12 and a it was w12 which Mm -hmm.
1: is like i just like
2: the mystique is a little bit diminished for me
0: so do you go bmw or mercedes at that
2: point um i'd probably go mercedes because that that m120 engine that ended up in the pagani you know zonda that the, the block yeah six liter it's just so bulletproof and then have you seen these youtube videos where they um put straight pipes on them no, oh. but I've seen movies like that where they go out the hood and everything with it. Well, no, the sound, they sound like F1 cars with straight pipes. Oh, no shit. Oh, because yeah, it, it is is an e- F1 motor. Equal yeah, sure. length, yeah, equal length headers, and it's just like... Oh, wow, yeah, out. I'll check it's, it out. It's amazing. And then, like, and then, like, they do this in Japan. They drive through tunnels at midnight, and, <laughs> Light like, it up. It's, it's a whole <laughs> other... Yeah, speaking of rabbit holes, I think that'd be the way to go.
0: What's, What's a rabbit hole for you? Like, what do you... You plug in one thing, and then you just... Go oh, down the YouTube hole. Wow, um, and that may be a new question for the show because that <laughs>
2: what is a rabbit hole for that's me? That's one. that's a really good one. Um, I don't know why the Mercedes Benz thing lately has been like W one two three is like those old uh, you know diesels that are indestructible. Okay, like um, just the extremes of engineering to me. Um, oh, I don't know. Oh,
0: I like that. The extremes of engineering.
2: Yeah. And it's like why F one is fascinating, especially from bygone eras. You always know? pushing the limits. Always pushing the limits, like high revving, like you know, high revving ten cylinder, twelve cylinder, naturally aspirated engines with manual shifters. Yes. Like you know, the the qualified... and crazy people with their heads sticking out the whole time. Yeah, the, the, you know, Senna qualifying at, at um, you know at uh, in Monte Carlo uh, was was formative. You know, watching that video. Any yeah, just like. Going deep.
0: I'm trying to think of what you're talking about. I know... uh, uh,
2: Monaco, sorry. Monaco. No, but I knew what you meant. It is Monte Carlo
0: still. Uh, I don't know what video you're talking about, though.
2: Uh, There's an in-car. You have to... Oh! I do know exactly what you're talking about. And it is
0: frantic was the only word I can think. Yeah. Frantic.
2: It's on fire. Obsessed. That stuff is great. I mean...
0: That was more, it was as, e, e, as, uh, as as impressive it was to see what the person was capable of. It was equally as impressive to me to see where we were technologically to be able to capture it for us to be able to see that. Because it was, like, before GoPros and
2: stuff. It's a minor miracle. I mean, we've all seen the picture of, like, Steve McQueen with, like, the, the Super the 8 whole, camera. He, yeah, well, he's got all <laughs> the lenses and everything. He <laughs> weighs, like, 35 <laughs> pounds, strapped to his head. Yeah. Like, we, we don't know how Sir, easy uh, we Sir have Sir Sterling
0: Moss, too. I remember him getting driving shots with one of those
2: things. Yeah, the fact that we, we have the telemetry and the, we can pick our camera angles now and see, like, constant feeds of, like, you know, 5, 6 Gs or whatever, like, you know, crystal clear, it's... You know, seeing—remember seeing the temperature on the tires, like the graphical representation yeah. of how the temperature comes into—like all this stuff is like, it's it's great, but but like, have some respect for like the past. You know? yeah. That stuff is amazing. What 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 they did.
0: I go to Paramount Ranch. Is all my brain thinks of those guys whipping around those cars in open cockpits at Paramount Ranch. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of them died and stuff. It was dangerous as fuck. But I mean, mm-hmm. like the fact that they were all doing it—no guardrails, no seatbelts, no nothing—driving gloves and goggles. Yeah. <laughs> Open-faced helmets. I yeah. mean, what is that going to do?
2: Well, God bless her, Jackie Stewart for saving, you know, highest forms of racing from continuing to lose many people every year.
0: Uh, do you mean because he was such a, he a figure? He was a
2: safety advocate, and, yeah, oh, oh. He, was, he was very adamant about, you know, this is not okay. Like, we, you know, took it for granted back in, back in the 50s and 60s or whatever, but, like, you know, up until then, it was culturally acceptable to so So he's a die. vocal
0: proponent for that? I don't oh, yeah. even know if I realize yeah, that. He, I think he, of Nicky Lauda, obviously, from, for the obvious reasons. He,
2: he really rounded up the efforts to, to bring attention to it, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Man, look at you teaching me stuff.
0: I love learning.
3: I'm going to bring you books next time. I got books. I'm such a a
0: curious person by nature that I love love learning. I'm not. (laughs) If you can't tell, I'm just like really curious all the time. On Friday,
2: I will bring books with me. Okay. <laughs> yes, for sure.
0: <laughs> I, do I need a like a Basem library card i like, uh, no, checking man. these out? Uh,
2: it's not lending; it's giving. <laughs> oh,
0: are these your books? Yeah. I'll bring oh, you my I'd books. love yeah. to have. The, I'd love to have your books. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I was like, <laughs> it's like, educate me. He's like, I'll I'll take you to Basim school. It'll be fine.
2: I will bring you heavy tomes that are leather bound for your uh, I have for, for have bound books n- knowledge. Kind yes. of a big deal.
0: Um, your YouTube channel. I didn't know about it until you sent me the link, so I just subscribed. Yeah,
2: it, Oh, well, thank you. It is languishing because I've gotten pulled in so many different directions, but... But I it's have...
0: not. The, 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 the videos on it have like 100,000 views, um, but then there's not that many subscribers yeah, I on the do, channel.
2: I should do more. I should do more with that. As my wife reminds me, we've got all these videos in the can from stuff that we've done together in, in driving and, and her getting terrified in these cars, and uh, they just need to be edited. You know good editor. <laughs> I do. I do. I know, I know an <laughs> editor anyway, a former editor.
0: I can't afford any of the editors I used to use. <laughs> that's the truth of it. You know, once you're out of the business and the favors kind of yeah. drive, like, oh, you got to pay these people. Like, oh, exactly. hey, whiz, exactly. hang on a second. And it adds oh, that's up, all. too.
2: You know how it is in our business. It yeah. does add up, but, yes. But if you, uh, Even without the union rate, it adds up.
0: A hundred percent. But I was going to say, if you're used to a certain quality of, like, whatever yeah you gotta freaking pay for it and then some
2: yeah cuz that guy that knows the guy who kind of knows what he's doing he's really got a van he could pick it up for you <laughs> yeah. Nope, nope. I know that deal gone d- down that road yeah it's tough it's tough
0: what is your most interesting oh hang on by the way I gotta t- t- we've had some uh, comments on YouTube here uh, Pete McNulty would like to know if you've ever hit a deer in a press car <laughs> funny you should ask Pete McNulty
2: <laughs> oh boy well, <laughs> what's the answer? You know, I never thought deer were going to be really an issue in California. <laughs> the one time I almost hit a deer before that was uh, in Montana in my 911 SC, and oh, it was in your own car. might, my, but my, weird, right?
0: No, I mean versus a press car. Well, that would yeah, suck because yeah, in Montana, suck. at least back in the day, there used to be no speed limit. So I'm guessing you were ripping yeah, in no, your I was Porsche. not
2: ripping. I was. We were staying at a friend's place, driving the car cross country because I bought it in Florida and wanted to bring it back back home and um i went out for an afternoon drive because they were barbecuing and we had this like lovely time and and i was shocked at like a how you don't see them coming and b how fast they are oh, yeah. so i was like oh this i see why this is an issue now this is scary <laughs> it doesn't make sense until you've experienced it it doesn't make sense until when somebody goes oh, i didn't hit a deer the deer hit me like okay buddy <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I do insist that the, the second time around it hit me. I'll tell you why. We'll get to that. We'll, we'll get, get to that. that. So fast forward 20 years or whatever it's been. Maybe not 20, but it's been a minute. Uh, McLaren 620R. Hell of a car, by the way. Wow. It was beautiful. It's, it's Most of it made it up to Breakfast Club. Yes. It spoke to me until it didn't. Um, we're cruising down 9 Mile, and Johnny was behind me, and I think... Uh, I want to say, oh, Misha was behind me in a Lamborghini. Johnny was behind me in a, maybe a Ferrari. I can't remember. We were.
0: But you guys
2: were definitely the trifecta. It was a speed parade. Yes. <laughs> Not that I was exceeding the speed limit. I, I didn't say that. 55 stay alive. <laughs> just like the rest of us. Always, always. By the books. Um, in my peripheral vision, I see this shape. Mm. And by the time I can react, which is just literally nudging it this way. But at that speed, this way goes goes quite a, quite a ways. Um, boom. Boom. I heard this thing behind me and um, I pulled over. I saw it actually pirouetting in my rearview mirror. It was horrifying um, <laughs> it's and spinning on the pavement.
0: <laughs> no, I know. I, 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 and I know <laughs> Sorry. I
2: mean, we saw the aftermath, so I know exactly what it is. Sorry, happened. animal lovers, but brutal. this happened. If you scroll down my Instagram feed, you can see some pictures. The last one's really gross. But anyway, <laughs> I warned everybody, didn't put it up front uh yeah i pulled I, I pulled over and um the three-quarter panel is is dented the the air intake is is smashed up there's a whole carbon scoop that yeah was the missing. scoop was yeah the scoop was off and um, like you, there brought, was you fur, collected it but it wasn't on the car there was fur embedded between the tire and the wheel like it was violent um that doesn't sound like it makes sense but you said that exactly correct I have pictures. <laughs> yeah, no, I, and I remember seeing it. It doesn't sound right,
0: though, but it's exactly what you said is what happened. The fur was wedged between the rubber and the rim. Yeah. Literally sticking out. Like, when I hit a deer with my 944 Turbo, it was between the windshield and the top of the, whatever, the top of the the roof line anyway. uh-huh and this is on the deer east coast east coast but same yeah. thing that deer hair just sticking it tufts of deer hair just sticking out yeah and i hadn't seen it since until your wheel
2: <laughs> <laughs> you're like that looks familiar yeah it did
0: it totally did <laughs> totally did
2: But yeah i always thought it was an east coast thing it didn't happen here but you know you go back to the crest you see there are signs with deer on them you know uh,
0: it. Ha- I, I, it's almost every week uh you see a deer and or somebody who hit a deer
2: yeah so i also ride up the crest quite a bit which terrifies me for that because you know the cage is a lot safer let's just leave it at that did you start in motorcycles before cars or no i always so i had always ridden motorcycles like my friends motorcycles as a kid like we rode mini bikes and like i borrowed motorcycles but like by the time i was almost 30 like i was like you know what like i got to make this legit like i got to get my license because Mm. I do love them and I I always wanted to get into it like really deep, but I hadn't. So, you know, I bought a bike, I got, got the license and I went in deep and, and and that became a whole other rabbit hole that I, I still love.
0: And you do the press bikes as well too, right? I do press bikes as yes, well. Slick. <laughs> yes. Slick. Yes. Because it, t- it totally opens up. I mean, it's just so smart. <laughs> so smart. Now that I'm understanding this world and seeing how it unfolds and seeing how... uh one thing kind of flows into the other. Like everything's really very interconnected, even though it doesn't seem like it. It looks like different pockets, but everybody knows everybody and one it thing really flows is. into the other.
2: It really is. And that's why it's it's like owning something personally is a challenge because you, like, you're so spoiled with these press cards. Insurance is paid for and they come with a full tank of gas magically every time and they're always clean. <laughs> But you gotta you gotta have some of your own stuff to, to to fuel like your real passion and have a feeling of like you know this is this is what I love too you know like I, you know I, I love these things and I need to to nurture that. Mm. Otherwise like I mean I, I love new cars, but the soul is not the same as having something that's your own that's that's got a history, you know and, and I, I love classics. I love older stuff.
0: What's your favorite if you had to pick a favorite mark and or a favorite? a car from that mark what would it be
2: um porsche has always spoken to me as a real world car that i can actually own you know i've driven a lot of really high dollar stuff from other car makers like mclaren and ferrari and bugatti that 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 i love sure don't get me wrong but like in terms of like vibing with something that like you live with every day that you can justify like i could put my my kid in the back of a 911 you know i could to get get groceries with i love 911s Um, i've owned an sc i've owned a nine nine three. Um, you know, there's more I want. I, you know, I'd like a I'd like a 986 Boxster for fun. I'd like to have one of those. Yeah. Um, great time. They're so pure. I know. Now is the time like this W140 might not last very long if I find the right <laughs> Boxster. I'm just
0: thinking at the moment Magnus's Magnus has white oh, oh, Have you seen Magnus lately? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he his sneaker thing we told him was going to be a bigger idea than a bigger deal than even he really realized and when we saw him the other day i think that we were right and i'm curious how this is going to parlay into all of his other s- stuff so i don't remember how the hell we i even, why did i even start bringing it What? what did I, how did we get to magnus 986. oh yeah that's right so th- <laughs> thanks bad really glad you're <laughs> I'm here. here to help you're a killer that's what co-host. i'm here for that's what i'm here for it's one of the cars on season two of next big big thing uh-huh. his first season of next big thing was big enough that it got an immediate sa- season two i have a feeling now with this nike thing he's got a whole nother audience that we're now bringing to uh-huh. anything magnus attaches to yeah, yeah he got way bigger overnight yeah and i'm curious to see so anyway get that boxster before his damn episode comes out because
2: they who aren't knows be what'll yeah. yeah no they're, they're and it's they... such
0: a goddamn good car for no money they right now they can
2: only go up and they're yep. so underappreciated. It's like, how could, how could such a great car be 10 grand? It won't be that way.
0: Yeah. I mean, you remember the 996? 996 was yep. that way. You, you, oh. you
2: could buy one with like needed everything for five grand. Well, that was a more, Perfect runner for 10. That was more of an uphill <laughs> battle for 996, too, because everyone was actively hating them. So, like, you know. <laughs> as long
0: as it's not the fried egg headlight one.
2: Right. No. It's like, come on. <laughs> I take
0: that in a heartbeat. And, and look at the GT3 variant. Oh, yeah. Good Lord. Yeah, it's crazy. Everyone's like, that's the best Porsche there's ever made.
2: Holy crap.
0: It's the crazy. one with the bad headlights that you couldn't look at a couple of years ago. <laughs> right,
2: right. <laughs> that thing that everyone hated that you were cool to hate with, like it made you cool. Yeah. Time. Cool, man. Totally. Time's an perspective. illusion. Perspective. We kept talking about perspective. perspective. Comes back to perspective. Context, too.
0: Context is a very like, important like thing.
2: Like what is great in its time and, you know, may not be like, you know, State, Bill Cosby. State of the art now. <laughs> In the 80s. What are selling jello pudding to kids? That is a reversal of fortune of the that is the best. That is, that is like the platonic ideal of this reversal of fortune. Literally, you could trust your kids with
0: Bill Cosby, no
2: problem. Well, you know, OJ too. Like he's another one.
0: Frickin' Nordberg. Who wouldn't trust lovable Nordberg? Exactly. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, man. What movie was he in? He was the the well. in a lot of movies, I guess. But back in the day, was it was he in one of the airport movies? Was it Naked Gun naked or something? Gun, For sure, the Naked Gun. Yeah. But back in the day, before he was, he was like a, he was an actor he back was in the, in the, the 70s, too. he was too. in the
2: Hertz ads, or the Avis ads. You, yeah, you're right. Running through the airport. You're 100% right. I think right? it
0: was Hertz. God, that's so funny. Yep. <laughs> O.J. and Bill Cosby. This is the O.J. and Bill Cosby show. Everybody tune in. <laughs> talk about OJ and Bill Cosby with Basm Wassef. Awesome.
3: Um, is
0: there anything that we should be talking about that uh, that we didn't? It's time to kind of think about wrapping it up. But I, I know that we bounced all around and it wasn't very formal. But like, is there anything you wanted to like make sure that we talked about or no?
2: Um, you know, I, I don't have anything particular to plug, but I'm, I'm really interested in the idea of, of like, we had this whole, we're looking back at this whole year, almost year and a half of resetting. And what we were doing, and how we realized that we we might have been doing things differently than we wanted to do them, and you know, I'm curious about like how you want to look at the next section of time. Is there anything different that you're going to do now that we're sort of on this next phase? Tell me.
0: We're a little bit. I haven't thought as much about it, but I will say that we're a little bit unique in that what everyone else went through. A year and a half ago, call it whatever, April or whenever it first started, March of, of 2020. Whatever everyone else was slapped in the face with, of holy crap, our life. We already had that. It already happened to us a couple years earlier, where like everything we thought was normal wasn't, and we mm-hmm. had to blah, blah, blah. And all yeah. of a sudden we can't go out and we had to start working from home. And like everything that happened to everybody else during COVID happened to, from the restrictive uh, life, you know, getting a uh, uh, what you would call it the downsizing downsizing your life maybe
3: yeah
0: um so that during the whole COVID time it almost felt like everybody else equalized to the frequency and vibration that 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 we were at for a spell Mm -hmm. now that everyone else is ramping back up and like things are open and the world is on i don't know how we fit into that because we can't keep up with that we sort Mm -hmm. of got a little more popular when When everyone was down at our level, Uh if they're going to run away and like go do whatever the world stuff is, I don't know. I think it's going to be like truly a day by day. We figure it out. Um, I'm hoping that we can find a way to keep doing what we're doing that fits into the new world. You know what I mean? When when all the other talk show hosts went back to their studios and we're still home in the dining room. um, I don't really know. I don't want to lose sight of all the the values that we've learned through this process though. That's, that's what I'm coming back to too. But it's like, I guess the point is then, then we have, we're going to be exactly the same because whatever everyone else is, we already did that and we've maintained. And that's a beautiful thing. I think it,
2: I think it really is. Yeah. That
0: was a really wordy way to say it. I feel feel out of sorts today. I'm sorry. No
2: man, it's great. I I love it. I love, I love Mm -hmm. hearing other people's perspectives because, um, just don't know like i didn't know you guys until i was introduced to you guys and then uh, you know your whole story is fascinating and this you know is she's got ms
0: you know all that stuff. yeah right? yeah yeah but we used to be like hollywood people who were out and about and doing stuff and, uh-huh. you know popular and stuff like that and she used to be with really big celebrities on the road 40 weeks a year running their lives and schedules and stuff and not schedules like that but like their, their press schedules and everything and it just really really sort of like High energy, high frequency shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and we always kind of felt like when we couldn't do that anymore, we were like, well, nobody will ever hear from us again. <laughs> and we started a <laughs> podcast, and here we are. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I don't And so I, know. I got
2: to just... ask you, this set, like, how, how did you reach critical mass where you're like, we need to make a space? And how did you do this?
0: I would call this critical mass, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Should yeah, I go, should I go to the
0: wide shot here? <laughs> so what happened here was, I mean, we were we started it as a podcast with the husband and wife at a dining room table with a couple of microphones from Amazon. You know what I mean, just like everybody else. Yeah. And then and then we started having our Porsche friends in and just having conversations and stuff. And then after only a couple months of that, we got access to the original David Letterman stuff here. And um, because of my backstory with that, that became a much bigger deal than it than we thought it would in the beginning. And, um, and how this, did
2: you like what, how did this fall? Into I t- it,
0: we got it from a, the show, gave it to a museum in the nineties uh-huh. and we got it from that museum two, three years ago. It wow. never got on, never got displayed. They gave them the whole set over, uh, over the 20 years or whatever. They, um, uh, what's the word they use? Deaccessioned okay. almost all of it. The only parts they had left were the desk and chairs. Mm-hmm. I had the microphone already. Um, so, uh, so we put it together, but anyway, when the stuff first arrived, it looked ridiculous i mean ridiculous um the stuff hasn't changed but i mean if you were to take these lights and the rest of this stuff out of here this stuff just looks ridiculous it doesn't belong anywhere let alone, alone in a home it's a period piece yeah and it's like weirdly arty at that um meanwhile it didn't look that way on the show, and I'm looking at pictures. And I'm like, well, "What's the deal?" I'm like, "Oh, well, they lit it in all these different ways." So I was like, "Why they lit it?" And then we <laughs> this room and then one thing led to another. Once and again, then, down the rabbit hole. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. That's, one thing led to another. If you watch the show, you it it doesn't. This didn't. This was not on paper and like, boom, we're going to do this one day. Uh-huh. It just like the blob. It just kept <laughs> eating whatever was in its way it and getting bigger and bigger, uh-huh. and bigger and bigger. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and a COVID, when COVID hit, and we couldn't go out and do anything else i was yeah. like well i mean why wouldn't we thought we'd be moving to a real studio by now if we're not let me make this as good as i can because otherwise people don't know what we're really capable of in here Th- this is a real studio <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> tell the audience at home <laughs> in case they don't know <laughs> thanks man
0: you're you're amazing and you're one of those people who really makes me feel good whenever i see you so i just want to say thanks oh the feeling is mutual thank you for having me it means a lot it means a lot not everybody's like that.
2: So whatever Thank that is, you. it's good. Keep Thanks. Keep doing it. You too, man. Um, how do we follow you? You're, you're, it's just your name. My name, Bassem Wassef. B-A-S-E-M-W-A-S-E-F. Yes. Follow that on
0: Instagram. Uh, is it the same thing on YouTube? Uh,
2: it is. Yes.
1: So it's
0: everything pretty much the same. pretty much. and then if people want to read your work, they should uh, look in all of these different places. they like... should
2: they should Google me. I mean, I have some links in bio in uh, Instagram, but yeah, I'm very Googleable. There's stuff out there. There's always new stuff coming. Uh, there's a Ferrari review that's coming tomorrow to motor Trend. so awesome. yes. Yeah. Um,
0: and it sounds like there's a lot of stuff in the hopper too because you have videos on YouTube that you haven't put
2: up yet. there there is uh, there will be a next critical mass coming soon <laughs> yes. Karnak the Magnificent says. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Piggly Wiggly. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Um, Are you going to come up to uh, Breakfast Club tomorrow? No, not tomorrow. Friday. Uh, Sorry. I wish it was
2: Thursday. What's happening? uh, Good chance. Okay. Hopefully, yes. (laughs) There's no books in tow. (laughs) There's no. Oh, yeah, that's right. There was no pressure. Uh,
0: All right. So. <clears throat> We've gotten through the show. We've done the commercials. Here's the guests. We've done that. The thank yous and follows, we have done that. Oh, and also, please follow the new uh, YouTube channel, What Are You Driving Today? Thanks to David and Alex for putting that together. Alex, of course, from the <laughs> local wardrobe union, <laughs> uh, <laughs> probably yes, knows her yes. wife. Uh, let's see. Thursday, we are back with Catherine DeLorean, daughter of John DeLorean and my sister in life. Um, this is an exclusive touch. She's not talking to anybody else, but there has a lot... Uh, there have. There has been a lot of Delorean news since we have talked to her last. Um, a number of Delorean <laughs> movies have come out. She was very public and vocal when Framing John Delorean came out. We're going to talk about that, as well as her childhood. Probably some stuff about the car, although I don't really care about that because that's not what we're about. Um, although Fireball was here the other day and said we needed to talk about the four-door Delorean, so I will ask her about that. Uh, Catherine Delorean here on Thursday. Good vibes after that. Thank you so much, Bazen, for being here. We Thank really, really appreciate it. Me Love guys. you, brother. Yeah. We love you. I love you. We love you. <laughs> Basim and I love we're you. Love. It's true. We do love you. We're feeling love. We love everybody on Instagram. I love everybody on YouTube. Have a lovely eat.
2: Stuff, man. So, what were we, what were we saying? What were we, you know, I should show you uh, now that we're home.